Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whippeal. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hello folks, welcome back to another episode of Bold Sports. Hey, it's good to be back. It is good to be back. We had a little week hiatus. Um, Thanksgiving was in there. You went away. I went away. I mean, yeah. you, you went southeast and I went northwest. So, so <sighs> I had snow. You had snow. I, I saw snow on social media posts from back home, but there was not snow where I was in North Carolina. However, it was still pretty crappy and rainy and cold, and there wasn't a lot of outdoor activity. Well, I mean, no turkey bowl for you? No, no turkey bowl. Yeah, I'm glad I if I didn't go up uh, away, I would have got sucked into a turkey bowl, and I probably would have ended up injured. Oh. So We should have done a turkey bowl, but the, the best turkey bowls are over for us because the best turkey bowls were probably your high school friends. Yeah. And now they're I all mean, married they're with all kids. They're all married and moved out. And... <laughs> well, you got to see one of your was it college friends, right? Um, yeah, I did, well, no, actually a friend from, like, way back. Way back. That, but, that's down in Carolina. Yeah, I saw yeah. on the social media there that you got to uh, hook up with him at a bar in Chapel Hill. So Yeah, we, we did some spots there. It's, you know, we, we found a good breakfast place, found a good bar that sells, um, you know, all kinds of, like, drunk food, basically. And Well, they are on a college campus. Right, exactly. We got some fried okra one night, and it was still hot when we got back to the hotel. Nice. And, like, that was a nice surprise. Like, I was very skeptical when, when I heard we were getting fried okra to go at last call. And, um, apparently the kitchen's open till 3 a.m., and you can get, like, chili dogs and wings and fried okra and all, all kinds of good apps, like, you know, so that was a fun place. There's a, a barbecue trip involved. Um, Carolina I, barbecue. I had, I had pork, I had hush puppies, I had some greens. You know, I, I got my Bojangles stop on the way down. You got down. your Bojangles stop. I got, oh. a, I got a country ham sandwich on the way out of town in, in Virginia. Um, and still managed to eat, like, all the Thanksgiving food. Including caramel cake, apple pie, and pumpkin pie. Over a two-day span. But still, that's like three desserts. You know? So. That, that's good. It was phenomenal. Mm. What was the best part of your, your meal? I, uh, let's see... Uh, man and I went up to Cleveland. Okay. And our first stop was Great Lakes Brewing. Okay. And she thought I totally did some research when I totally did not do any research. Because we went to Great Lakes Brewing on our first stop and it was a um, brewery release only of a bourbon barrel aged Christmas ale. Mm. So the Great Lakes Christmas ale, which everybody loves, but they were doing 1,800 bottles bourbon barrel aged brewery release only. <coughs> of course I got one. And then a friend of ours saw that we were there and said, can you pick me up one too? He happened to get the last one. Mm. So uh, that was awesome. Uh, had some food at Great Lakes. Went to Westside Market. Uh, bummed around there for a little bit. Uh, got sucked into buying some fruit from one of the stands. Like, we're closing up. We'll give you four for five. Mm. Okay. That's not really sucker, man. That's I, mean, I mean, yeah, but it's probably bad by now. <laughs> oh, well. I mean. It's Five bucks. Oh yeah, man, Amanda's shaking her head. Not still good. Yeah, like this thing. Like I haven't eaten anything healthy, right? Like that in days because, you know, I mean, we, there was like some green beans involved on Thanksgiving, but that's mostly just about how much stuffing can you eat, right? And, and we turkey. Uh, and yeah. then there's the turkey sandwich on potato bread, and it's just carb city. 
we uh we got our uh we got our education on by going to the um art museum in Cleveland. Okay. Which happens to be free by the way. Oh nice. Unless you want to see the current um exhibit that like is whatever the rotating whatever the rotating yeah. exhibit is. Um and Amanda was like, Oh, I'll pay for the Georgia O'Keefe exhibit. Mm. Well it started Friday. We were there on Wednesday. Yeah. So but we still got to see a lot of stuff. I got to see some good Van Goghs, some Renoirs, some Monets. Very nice. Uh, some Salvador Dali. Very cool. Um, Edward Hopper. Uh, a bunch of... Uh, the Medieval Room was very nice. Medieval weapons yeah. and armory and armor and all that. Um, very nice there. It was a good experience. It was free. What the hell is that about? I, You know, we need to spread the word about that. Like, I know. I'm, I'm all about taking shots at Cleveland like about sports and such, but... Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's really close. If there's like a free art museum that you can go to, and like I remember when we went, like we got a room for very reasonable rates. Like oh, right we got in downtown a, Cleveland. Oh, we were in downtown Cleveland you know, the night of the Lakers game. Yeah, and we got a room for uh, under eighty bucks. Yeah, and I bet you were within like walking distance of the arena. Um, across the street, if you sat on the uh, on the windowsill, okay, and you cranked the window because it had the window cranks in it, it was one of the it was, it's the Radisson. So yeah. they installed the window. You could hear the arena like inside. You can hear the announcers and everything. Awesome. We were right across the street from the arena. Yeah. Well, that I mean, that's good for you. Like, hell, man. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool. Like, I I I posted the picture on Twitter on Bold Sports about sh- should I pull the trigger and get these two tickets for ninety two bucks total on, on secondary market. You were like, yeah, go for it. And, I mean, that's not exactly what I, I, I mean, said. Yeah, but I mean, you know. But I, don't, I don't always throw around the F words on social media, but I don't know. <laughs> like, I just I just paid, like, you know. I didn't actually pay this, but, like, ELO tickets for, like, 90 bucks a pop. Ooh. For one ticket. You yeah. Know, that I was thinking of as a gift for somebody. So if you could get two tickets, like, for I mean, yourself for roughly the same amount, you know? Like, then you're giving yourself and Amanda a gift. Right. Um, Provided Amanda wants to go see the Cavs, of course. Yeah, it was the Cavs and the Lakers. Well, I, I mean, mean, I've heard know. of them. I've yeah. definitely heard of them. But, uh, but no, we decided to go out to a nice little dinner. We went to find this little Italian restaurant right on 4th. Um, and we walked by. We were actually headed to Lola. Okay. But we walked by and was like, wait, we've been to Lola. What's, mm. what's this place about? And, um, you know... It was uh, <clears throat> really good food. Come to find out, the manager of the restaurant's from Pittsburgh, and his dad's Jim Colony. Get up, really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. His okay. Dad, <laughs> his, he's like, yeah, you guys might know my dad. Who's your dad? Jim Colony. Oh, from ninety three. Yeah, seven, dude. The fan. Colony. Yeah, I know. He's hilarious. Um, I've been listening to him announce sports radio scores for like pretty much my whole life, probably because like I mean, shit, going back to WT. I mean that that's cool. It's uh. Similarly, the uh, the late night bar food place that I told you about, like they had a uh, Pittsburgh salad on the menu, <laughs> which prompted many a romaine lettuce joke throughout the weekend. Um, but you know, the last day we were there, we we talked to the bartender and we just said, "Hey, we're from Pittsburgh, and we you know we've been here a couple times for food, and we we like it here." Um, and he mentioned he mentioned that his boss, the owner, is from somewhere outside of Pittsburgh. So there's a reason why they decided to throw French fries on a salad down there. It wasn't to attract Yinzers. It's because we've already infiltrated. Right. That's totally what it is. Um, but no, it was great. And we uh, hung out and hung around downtown, bounced around a little bit, and then um, went back to the hotel, spent some time together, and relaxed and chilled, and then went to my aunt's house for Thanksgiving dinner and did all the family bullshit. You oh, know, man. turkey, mashed potatoes, cousins, 
aunts, uncles, um, and then drove home, and then Amanda went to work from, like, 8 a.m. to, like, 10 p.m., and I went to work from noon to, uh, what time did I get home that night? I don't know, midnight-ish. So, yeah. You work Black Friday. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. God yeah. bless you, man. Well, and let me tell you this. I'm so glad I worked Black Friday because we're going to get into that later. Yeah. Um, on what happened on Black Friday. But it was busy. Yeah. I was actually, I'm sorry, I was supposed to work at noon. I got called in early at the bullpen. Bring in a lefty. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. crafty lefty. Yeah, yeah. And I told my boss, I says, next time that happens, just call. Don't put it on the messenger. I was like, you're lucky I was awake to hear that little ting. I was like, just call. Yeah. So, he knows to call from now on. Yeah, just call. But, I don't hear it sometimes if you call either. Yeah, right? But you, you get more shots at it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's like it's like five, six noises versus just the, like one little one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You send it on the messenger, it's like, ping. It's like, no, no, no. No, you need That could to... be a million sounds. Yeah. You know? Exactly. That could be my neighbor, like, like you know. Tapping on the Tapping mailbox. a beer bottle on the porch for no reason. I don't know. You have those neighbors, too? No, I don't. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, in a dream... In a dream, it yeah. makes sense. I'm not going to wake up if it's just, you know, John tapping on his bottles again. Well, Thanksgiving was awesome. I hope you had a great time with Always your friends and family and uh, and Julia's family and all that. I know we had a good time with our family uh, for the most part. Not uh, as much fun with the screwed up Whippeel, though. Well, yeah, the screwed up Whippeel. Um, <clears throat> a lot of stuff went down, uh, but I just didn't do a whole lot of research on that. I know South Fayette's out now. Yeah. Um, but... The um, <clears throat> going into this weekend is semifinal weekend, so you have Pine Richlands headed in uh, in Altoona to take on St. Joseph's Prep in the six A in the semi in the semis. That's tough, man. Yeah, um, that's usually a final. Like that's like a final boss, right? Take <laughs> it from me. Like they beat us two years in a row, and uh, yeah, man, that's well. Well, the whole bad big, news. Well, the whole big thing is is that's why the the the, the state and Whippeal and PIAA and and people are arguing about there needs to be a Catholic school and prep class other than six A down through one A. I don't. I I mean, I'm sure Pine Richland can hang with St. Joseph Prep. Uh, oh that's, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Like what what I'm saying is if they beat Prep, like who's next? You know, like the Eagles. The 75 Steelers. I mean, like, the 75 Steelers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, Temple, it might, I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, it'd probably be like, it, it would probably be like Temple or. Yeah, uh, I mean, how else is good out there? Or, or um, uh, what's what's that school that starts with a D out there? Drexel. Drexel. But seriously, like, I don't know. I don't know who else is over on that other side, but like Parkland is good. Mary Central Dolphin is good. And Upper Darby. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shoot, man! I, my, actually, my buddy was talking about a possum in his basement when he lived in Upper Darby, and I, mean, I was like, "Whoa, man! A Philly possum! That's got to be one ornery son of a bitch." <laughs> Pretty much, uh, but yeah, the St. Joseph's Prep—they're taking them on. That's in Altoona this weekend. Penn Hills is in the five A. They're headed to the semifinals uh, to take on Archbishop Wood, <laughs> who's now, another perennial—is that the Harrisburg one or the? Uh, Archbishop Wood, I believe, is the Harrisburg one. Okay, is that is that that's where Shady McCoy went? There's McDevitt too. Yeah, Archbishop McDevitt's Philly. Okay, and Wood is Harrisburg. Oh man! All um, right, so again, you know, were they were they in like the old foray back in the day? They were in the old foray. Okay, so, so they moved up to five. This is the the screwed because Archbishop McDevitt moved up to six. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, you know, and then that's gonna be in Chambersburg. 
uh, at Chambersburg High School, which mm. is out in the middle of the goddamn state. Well, grab some peaches while you're out there. <laughs> Aliquippa. Uh, they're also in the semis. In the 3A, they're taking on a Sharon at Slippery Rock. That's a little better travel for them. Yeah, it's at least like two Western teams. Yeah. Uh, and then you have um, Steel Valley. Uh, they're in the semis against Wilmington at Ambridge. Now, that's a trip for Wilmington. Yeah, and then uh, And then you have Olsh uh, is in the semis as well at Slippery Rock taking on Farrell. Okay. And I'm not even sure where the hell Farrell's at. Farrell's by Sharon. Okay. Like Shenango Valley. Okay. So that's not that's not bad travel for either team. Yeah, I mean that's that's not you know and that's then, the draw. You know, that, I don't know how they decide. Like, are they playing any games in Altoona? Or they got the the six A game. Six A games. That's Altoona. like the that's the big one. Yeah, that's the that's, big one. That's a hike, man. Well, well, hard. that's two and a half hours. Well, yeah, and next week is Hershey. Yeah, next week's the finals and all the uh, it's all the finals A through six A, Friday and Saturday. Um, are going in and they'll play the finals in Hershey, uh, and that's a I you know didn't it used to be Altoona used to hold the finals? I don't think so. It's that's always a, been Hershey. It's always been a tradition. Been it's like they always say you're going to Hershey and they throw kisses on the field. Nice. You know when when you like qualify to go to the final like it's I think it's more of a basketball thing, like they throw Hershey kisses onto the court after after you win the game in the semi. Yeah, because I could see that getting messy on a football field. Yeah, I mean, you know, on on the hardwood, you just broom it up, and you know, I, I don't like to waste chocolate, so who does? I never engaged in these shenanigans. Apparently, lots of high school students. It's wrong to waste chocolate. Fans of elite basketball schools. Hmm. Lower Marion. <laughs> yeah, well, for a while, Central made the semis in in the state when I was there. Um, I didn't know a lot of people who actually went to the semi because it was in like Altoona or something, you know, like far away. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's been much more of, like, a football area. It definitely has been. Um, also, uh, what's going on here is um, hunting season's in full effect. Uh, so be careful driving around. Not only because in our normal neighborhoods that we reside in, that we have deer everywhere that are not allowed to be hunted. Um, but when you're driving outside your neighborhood... Uh, hunters are scaring deer and shit, so they're yeah. just running everywhere, and they're in mid rut right now. Um, careful for uh, for those doe running across, running from the buck, and the buck chasing after those doe. Um, also, if you get yourself a deer, remember Matt and I. We like to eat Bambi too. Yeah, and also remember that I think it's legal to shoot coyotes year round. Yeah, so take those motherfuckers out because they're <laughs> bastards. <laughs> there, I, I I heard it. I swear it was. Like, I don't... We have coyote in our neighborhood. I don't engage in the, like, online, like, what was that boom posts <laughs> very often. What was that boom But I, I I definitely heard a shotgun go off in Brookline, like, well, three nights before I left. Now, no, there's a lot of woods, and I know some people who bow hunt back there, and, you know, it's legal. So, like, that's going on. Like, is, I, I, only, I only even noticed it. I would have I ignored it, but my cat heard it, too. And he's got better ears than me. I mean, as long as you are within PA legal limits of um, 300 yards from an occupied building with a firearm or 50 yards from an occupied building with a bow, um, and you have permission or it is public land to hunt, you can hunt legally. So, yeah. I mean, there's so, that. But it's deer season. It is deer season. And that's, that's new because that always starts around Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always the Monday after Thanksgiving. Uh, is when Saw a lot of camo at the gas stations along the way up from Chapel Hill to 
Pittsburgh back through the great state of West Virginia. And Western There's, Virginia and yeah, West well, Virginia yeah. and Maryland. And and <laughs> we didn't stop in PA, but I'm sure if we'd hit up, like, say, the Sheets, you know, on <laughs> if you, 19. If you hit the Sheets on 19 in Washington, I'm sure you would yeah. have seen that, too. You know, get some dip and a six-pack and See, some of those hand It's warmers. a shame you didn't go to... If you were going... I would have kind of wished you would have went to South Carolina because gas stations in South Carolina are my favorite. Never been. Never been to South Carolina. What? Never been. Never really? been to Myrtle Beach. Never been to Charleston. What? Never been to oh. Columbia. I screwed up and caught a Columbus by accident the other day. Oh, you got I hell. Think, I didn't go over well. Yeah, you got hell from your I just it, I hear about Columbus more. Right? Columbus is closer and I've been there. Columbia, so. Columbus. I can see the mess up. They're both but... named after the same dude. Yeah, right? No, gas stations in South Carolina. Gas. Cigarettes. Dip. Mountain Dew. Beer. Whiskey. Fireworks. All in one stop shop. Love it. Yeah. That's the best part about South Carolina. I don't need fireworks. It's November. You always need fireworks. I don't need fireworks, said no man ever. I don't want to go outside and shoot off fireworks. It's freezing out. We'll have to have a talk about that later. <laughs> fireworks are awesome. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. Man, fireworks are awesome when you're like 14. Like, Fireworks are awesome when you're 40. But speaking of fireworks, um, golf season in PA is non-existent, but on Black Friday, there is this little thing called the match Yeah, that um, Phil Mickelson and uh, Tiger Woods played match play uh, together, went 22 holes, Phil taking the win. Uh, neither one of them played great at all, uh, and then um, both of them had missed opportunities uh, to secure a win in nine million bucks. Was it too much trip to fan? I don't know what it was. Um, but if you're on the betting side of it, it went 50 50. Um, watching the match was kind of painful because you know both of them are better players than that. Yeah. Um, and I did get to watch the match because my place of employment was one of a few that showed the match for free. Yeah. Because uh, if you wanted to, it was ordered, it was $20. To order to stream it, and then I heard there was all the streaming bullshit with it, with that, that. And, you know, issues and yeah. everything. They might be end up refunding money. I, I heard about that, and um, you know, I was in a house with like several golfers, and like we, it didn't even come up. Like I, I, the only reason I even remembered about it was because like sometime like between brunch and dinner on Black Friday, like I checked my phone once, and there and there was like a couple tweets about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's going on. But, like, we didn't even talk about it. Um, I don't know if that's something they would do again. Like, that's, that's uh, you know what? about the stream because they should have been prepared for that with right. some of the other streaming events that have been screwed up. And also with that going on is, is maybe not Tiger and Phil because that match would have been way better to watch 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe that's something to do with, like... Um, Make those like best friends like duke it out. Like um, make like Fowler and Fowler Spieth. and Spieth, yeah, and like Dustin Johnson, Dustin and, Johnson, and, and Justin Thomas, and yeah, you know Bubba, you know, Bubba, uh, Bubba, Bubba's in between those ages. He's in between Tiger and Phil, and he's in between Spieth and them. So I mean, that he would be what like a Sergio Garcia, maybe. Yeah. Well, Sergio's older. Than that. Sergio's older than that, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but but like seeing Fowler and Spieth go out, go against each other, and Justin 
uh, Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson. You know, those guys throw Roy McElroy in there mm-hmm. as well. Uh, maybe have them do a little match play. Um, yeah, now you're just talking about having a whole damn tournament. Well, why don't they just have a golf tournament on on Black Friday? Well, just that, like a one day like scramble or something. Well, this that, is what I'm talking about. Just have like a golf outing <laughs> that like you would go to so, through like slap shots or like <laughs> you know like some like local like church group and just like do it with all the pros and have it be like kind of fun, but obviously not in Western Pennsylvania because it's Black Friday. Or make it in Western PA and say like you know. Now you guys gotta go play Oakmont. You gotta hit the orange in balls. In the snow. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I like that idea. Well, so they kind of have something like that coming up. Uh, so this weekend is the Hero World Challenge, um, which is in Nassau, Bahamas, at the Albany Golf Club. Isn't that where Tiger came back last year? Yeah, and big reason is it's also Tiger's tournament. Oh, okay. Tiger didn't come back and play in it. No. He wasn't allowed because Tiger set rules whenever he started the tournament. Okay. Uh, what's cool with this tournament is it's the top 18 golfers in the world. Now, the kicker that is, if number two can't get in, or, or if number one isn't in, then it goes to three and four and so forth. So there's certain people that are in the top 18 in the world that are not in this tournament because they're playing other tournaments in Europe mm. or in Asia or in Australia or whatnot. A lot, a lot of the European guys, uh, for the most part. So it actually goes down to, it skips a handful of spaces, and it's actually the last player in here is the 32nd ranked player in the world. Tiger's actually ranked number 13. He's back in the top 20. That's good. Uh, good for Tiger. That, that win in the uh, Tour Championship last year really helped him out. So there's lots of big names in this tournament. There's only 18 golfers. Tee times start at 10, uh, or sorry, 11:10 a.m. and the last tee off is 12:38. So you can watch all of this. Uh, Gary Woodland, Tony Finau, Bradley, uh, Hideki Matsusama, uh, Shufel, Justin Rose, Henrik Stenson, John Rom, Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, Ricky Fowler, Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, Patrick Reed, Jason Day, Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, there's a couple other guys in here, Xavier Chauvelet, uh, Patrick Cantley are in here as well. Uh, Norin, not sure of his first name, John Rahm. Uh, so 18 golfers, mm-hmm. just the Hero World Challenge, top 18 golfers in the world. Obviously, like I said, it wasn't, they're not necessarily the top 18th. And is it a four day tournament? It is. Oh, okay. It is. So is there uh, a cut or, or no? No, it's okay. a straight on through. Total purse is three and a half million. Uh, yeah. Yep, November 29th through December second. So, yeah, just the thought of playing golf at that time of year. But they're in the Bahamas. I know, but it just it just sounds weird to me. So, it, it, it's awesome. It it's gives like, us something to do on yeah. Thursday afternoon. They should make one snow tournament. Just one. Just once. I think people would tune in just for the curiosity of snow golf. Well, and then after that, they got to the Hawaii swing. That's not snow golf, though, man. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it might be like volcanic ash golf. Well, what's funny is whenever you, whenever you click on the Hero World Challenge, mm-hmm. and then it shows the Albany Golf Club, you click on the Albany Golf Club, it shows you the Albany Golf Club in New York. 
<laughs> like Minnesota. And there's like four northern Albany golf clubs. And then it's like the fifth one. Closed. It's like, and it says on Google, like, hours closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. And then you're like, oh, it's Nassau. Well. But no, I mean, it, you know, it's a fun golf tournament to watch, something like that. You know, um, I think my game's going to get a little better because I'll be able to, to swing year-round. Mm. Um, a little more just due to current working conditions. Yeah, uh, that's helpful. Which will help. And I can get you down there too. I have yeah. to get you a day, go in the afternoon or some oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Get on and hit some balls. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I love just sitting there watching, you know, you know, when it's cranky and rainy and cold and snowy, it just makes me feel better. I can sit here and watch golf on a Thursday afternoon in a beautiful setting. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, Take your mind off the bleak world yeah. outdoors. It's like uh, three more months. Three, yeah, you know something. It is that's important. It is good to have something to look forward yeah. to. Um, you know, they don't good. have like cycling events that I know of in like Hawaii and the Bahamas that I can watch in the winter. You know, like the only time that stuff's on TV is like the Tour de France. Yeah, pretty much. It's all you're getting. And by that point, like I'm like full on like in my own my own biking, and I don't, I don't have time to like wake up early. And watch the Tour de France on TV when it's like if I'm up that early, then it's probably the right kind of day to be out, you know. Anyway, like it's it's good. I'm glad for you, Steve. I'm glad I'm glad you get to watch some golf while it's freezing outside. And it just makes know. me think like three four months tops. Yeah, we'll be able to be back out hitting balls again yeah. on the course. You know, we're gonna get that one or two random days in December, January, or February. Yeah. I mean, what was it last year? We had, like, four days in February that were, like, mm. 70 degrees. Yeah. And then it went back into a deep freeze again until June. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, all, ki- all kinds of stupid curveballs can come our way, you know, based on the weather. But, uh, you know, you're right. You do have an occasion to swing indoors or at least in a, you know, climate-controlled environment. Somewhat of a climate-controlled and that, environment. And that's good. You know. And we'll get that on there. But in the meantime, folks, we're going to take a break. But before we take that break, our friends at Sorgatron Media, um, give us a shout-out on uh, Awesome Cast on Tuesday nights. Um, they talk about bold sports on there for a few seconds and throw our um, logo and little banner across the uh, video feed there. Oh, boy. Uh, but Awesome Cast is a great show to watch, especially if you're into more of the techie things. Yeah. Um, also... Um, Katie Dudas always throws something out there. It has to do with porn. Tonight was Lego porn. Um, but hey. I can see it. You know. I can see um, it. You know, I mean, she always she always has some shit that ends up reverting back to porn. Um, Katie Dudas also, uh, she's on the board for the Scare House uh, as well. Um, somewhere in there along that. Uh, and then there's uh, Chilla, who always is a techie guru as well. And of course... Michael Sorg himself, uh, the godfather of Sorgatron Media and Awesome Cast. Um, but yeah, give uh, give those guys a shout. Uh, give them a listen. There's a lot of stuff going on at Sorgatron Media with different podcasts, Wrestling Mayhem Show as well if you're into wrestling. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and take a break here at Bold Sports. We'll be back in just a few moments. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed that little snippet from our friends up at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, 
Pennsylvania, the south part of the city of Pittsburgh. The part with all the cars is like spinning down the hill. Yeah, did that make national news today? I don't know if it made national news today, but it just all over all over my phone. I, I know, I, I know. Before that has made national news. It has, and it's it's not a good look. It's not. I mean, it, it's not. I mean, okay. So we do have the steepest hill in the world. Yeah. That's drivable. Yeah. The steepest drivable hill in the world, which is Canton Avenue. Um, the dirty dozen. The, the the dirty dozen was this past weekend. Yeah, the, and hey, the dirty dozen happened. Like, I've never done it. You're never home on Black Friday. You're I've, always away. I've, <laughs> I've been up about half of those hills <laughs> at one time or another. The most I've ever done in one like ride is three out of the thirteen. You know, so that's some hardcore shit, man. Oh yeah, and, and I didn't no make joke. it. I didn't make it up Canton Avenue. I did make it up Boosted several times. Um, is is what? Is, which which one in Oakland is it? Dara or is it which which street is it that goes up that goes up uh, from Fifth Avenue up to Hill District? Dara. I don't know which one they pick, but that's not one of them. No, they don't go in Oakland. I thought they did. Yeah, they don't really go up into the middle of the city too much. Um, it's it's mostly like. You know, Millvale, Shaler, well, well, Northside. Well, well, they do Rialto Street. Rialto. Which is yeah. ridiculous. I've done Rialto. Rialto is like no joke, but it's it's one of the easier ones, honestly, because it's... You can see the top. Um, Sycamore sucks because it's got these like... Turns, the windy bends. But it's yeah. not... Sycamore is actually like slope-wise the easiest. I, I'm using air quotes because there's nothing easy about it. No. But, like, <laughs> it, of the Dirty Dozen Hills, like it is the... It's got the most favorable slope rating and for, for the, what it's worth. And for those of you who are listening to us and don't know about Canton Avenue um, or are not from Pittsburgh area, um, Canton Avenue was used in the Audi commercial. It's a cobblestone. Mm-hmm. It's a cobblestone road. Audi used it in one of their commercials. Um, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I, I got a like, 37% grade. Yeah. Like, I got it <laughs> the first time I stood at the top of Canton Avenue, like, I had no intention of riding my bike down it. I just wanted to, like, check it out, see what it was all about. Like, you, you get that, like, queasy feeling, like, when you're on a roller coaster. When you're, like, coming up the top hill, the first hill of the, like, Steel Phantom. Nice. You know, you're just, you just like, it's it's steep. It's steeper than you're used to. And to imagine, like, riding a bike down it with questionable brakes, I mean, just don't attempt it. Well, I mean... On a hill like that, all brakes are questionable, even on your vehicle. Yeah. It's funny. We, we tried to ride up it once, and then we didn't make it, so we just ended up walking our bikes up the hill. But then we, like, rounded the corner, and there were some people out in their yard, and they saw us coming up with bikes, and they were like, damn, did you do... I'm like, no, we didn't. No. We didn't. No, no, no. We, we could have taken credit, but I don't I don't think we were, like, sick enough, you know? We, we were breathing normally and weren't sweating. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing that happens in Beachview. Um Cars crashing, not a, not such a good thing. No, no, but it good does thing. happen in Beachview. It does happen sometimes? And, they crash you know, on the T tracks and shit. I these mean, podcasts get you know produced in Beachview. Yeah, right across from Las Palmas, by the way, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous food. So you got to do the Pens game tonight. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you didn't get visual. Uh, you were on hearing. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of visual. The guys didn't look too, too bad. Um, the reason why I say too, too bad is because currently the Pens are sixth in the Metro Division with 22 games played, um, 10 wins, 8 losses, 5 overtime losses, 
20, um, 25 points total. They're, um, uh, let's see, 4-4-2 four, four, and two in the last 10. Uh, the good news is we are in a weak division uh, uh, The um, this season where the leaders, which are the Capitals, are 31 points. Uh, and the Pens are on the outside looking in in the playoff spot due to the Atlanta division being very good and very strong this year. Mm. And the way that they do the playoff format uh, the last few years when they restructured that. The Pens did have a big skid. Uh, they're looking to make a um, looking to get back on track, trying to string some wins together, which happened when they beat Columbus, and then tonight they beat Winnipeg. Um, so we have that going for us. Now they do play tomorrow night in Colorado, I believe. The Avalanche. So yeah, back-to-back games are always tough. Uh, Murray's out with an injury, so you have Casey the Smith up, and you have um, Tristan Jari. Tristan Jari. Tristan Jari will be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like... Crosby had a nice goal tonight, uh, fed by Gensel, after that ridiculous pass that he fed Gensel the other night. Yeah. When they lit up the Blue Jackets. You know, I, I didn't see it, but they keep talking about Crosby on his backhand. Oh, dude. He's, he's got at least... Two goals that I've seen on his backhand. Well, well they were showing year. him in practice today. Mm. And he was practicing his backhand shot in practice, which I watched that on mm. uh, Penn's Twitter, uh, which was awesome. Uh, but no, the pass that he made to Gensel, he was going down to the goal line. He passed it back from his backhand through traffic, and Gensel was right there at the at the point, in the new, at the point right there and just psh, wristed it right in, uh, nice. which was a sick goal. It was a sick goal. Um I mean, the, Crosby's getting some points. He's uh, getting the assists. He's getting the goals. He's doing well. Uh, Malkin, uh, you know, he's been out a little bit, and then uh, he's been kind of off here and there. Uh, Kessel ended up having, what was it, the game winner tonight? Mm-hmm. Or was he the assist on the game winner? Uh, one or two. thought he was the assist. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kessel's Kessel. I mean, again, I, I sp- we spoke about before the seasons and three seasons. But, I mean, you know what? Be on the outside looking at the playoffs right now is not where you want to be. You want to be, if you're on the outside looking at it, you want to be a little further up in the standings. Mm. Um, you know, the All-Star breaks come on what, after the first of the year? Yeah. So. Well, there's a lot of games before then. I mean, they could get hot. Yeah. Oh, I mean. You know, they, they this can... team struggled in the beginning of the season the last few years, so I'm not even that worried about it. If you dig yourself a deep hole, that's when I'll get scared. They're not a deep hole. They're not. They're um, not you know, I mean, especially with being in a weak division, <laughs> they can get hot and move right up. I just worry about them. They need to be in top three. They need mm. to be in the top three in the division or be number one in for a wild card spot, which if the season ended today, you would have... Five teams out of the Atlantic um, Division and three teams out of the Metro. Well, I'm sorry to say, but if their goaltending is, like, fundamentally screwed up, like, if Murray is, you know, if he's just, like, lost it or isn't what they thought he was or maybe it's the concussion stuff still going on, like, he's, you know, he's not available to play. You know, he's, he's kind of being replaced as the starting goaltender. I mean, he's right on now. IR, so that's, what, 15, 15 days at least? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean... Being long-term, being long though, like, 
a lot of it's riding on Murray being what he was, you know, when they went to two cups. Right. And then Murray came in as a backup. I mean, it was still flurry at that point. Um, and then Murray came in as a backup and had the hot hand and you ride the hot hand in hockey. You do. Mm. Um, and then the second year that the Pens won the cup on the back to back in 17, um, they kind of split time between Murray and flurry. And then, you know, Murray started the playoffs, Flurry came in and went into the playoffs, and they came back to Murray in the end of the playoffs. I mean, it, it was just, I mean, that's how Sullivan was. I mean, what do you, what do you, what are you gonna do? Is there, there's not another goalie to bring up? <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? Go trade midseason, get Flurry back? That ain't gonna happen. No, and it's that's just gonna be a talking point forever now. It's like, what if they had kept Flurry? They couldn't have. I, I, they couldn't have kept Flurry and Murray. They would have exactly, they would have to get one, of, get rid of one of them. Right. And excuse me, you always keep, you know, the guy who's younger because you've got more service years down the road. And you got three cups out of the guy that you let go. You know. And that's easy to say when you're making that decision, but when I'm looking in the future of this season, it's like, oh well, shit, man, like we should be better than we are. Definitely, we should be and better. Maybe, than we are. maybe if we had Flurry instead of Murray, we'd be better than we are. But last year, Flurry stood on his head. This year, Flurry's a above average goaltender, but he's not staying on his head. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that's all there is to it. Uh, and by all means, I do not want to take anything away from Mark Andre Flurry at all. Um, but the Knights as a team are not mm-hmm. having a good season to begin with. Yeah, I mean, all the NHL slow. Um, there's, you know, the Atlantic Division and the Pacific Division yeah. are the only two that are really, really good. Well, right that's now. good though. I mean, that means that like on any given night when you're watching a random game, you know, you're gonna see competitive back and forth. Like, there's there's been some crazy games. Like, who's the kid for the Jets? Um, Twenty years old, um, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, the other night he had five goals on five shots. Who was it, Shifley? No. Shit. The Pens just played the Jets tonight. Yeah. We talked about it 35 times. I, I, It'll yeah. come back to me eventually. I'll, I'll text you at 3 a.m. Uh, but, you know, you got these young kids coming in. Crosby's still considered the best player in the NHL. Yeah. You know what? I'll take it. People keep trying to pass the torch. You know, people keep trying to pass the torch, but until somebody comes up and takes it out of his hand... Remember that tweet that was like, this was when Giroux like, took the baton from Crosby or whatever? <laughs> and uh, every time Crosby beats the Flyers, like we see that tweet again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, no, no, no one has surpassed him yet? Not in this, not in this current... Yeah. He, he's the greatest player in the NHL in his time. Mm. He's not the greatest player in the NHL ever. Yeah. And he's not the greatest player to ever play for the Penguins. Yeah. Um, in my eyes. Now when the Pens lost to Buffalo the last like within the last week, you know, some folks were making fun of them for that, but I I just pointed out that Buff- you know Buffalo is a lot better now. Buffalo is a ten game winning streak. Yeah. The second longest so in their franchise and history. That's, and that's part of the youth movement. So like you know, we've got these teams that are you know, that were like doormats a few years ago that are better now. And then we've got teams that were like juggernauts a few years ago that are good to mediocre. I mean, you know, I'm like, I'm looking at you, Detroit. 
you know. I mean, Detroit was maybe the Pens a little bit. What Detroit was what twenty five years straight playoff appearances and had what four cups in that twenty five years? Yeah, I mean, it's a fun league, man. Like you got Vegas coming out of nowhere last year. You know, you've you've got competitive teams in San Jose and Los Angeles like every year. Uh, Minnesota is a little bit better than they've been. You know, when a, like you don't realize this like because everybody got it got so wrapped up in Vegas and Washington last playoffs, but like Winnipeg was in the in the semifinal. Yeah, so it was sorry, it was Buffalo matches the longest winning streak in franchise history um, today. Uh, so with and that's ten straight. Mm. So they win one more. This will be their best winning streak going on in the history of the franchise, which is ridiculous. I mean, remember what was it? The Pens went what 17, 17 0 and three, and that was under uh, uh, the Moose mm. Hedberg back in the day when he was a goalie. You know, and he took over after Barrasso. I mean, yeah. Oh man, Hedberg was fun. Mm. I remember when someone like vandalized the Heidelberg sign. On seventy nine, made it Hedberg. Made it say Hedberg. <laughs> they did. It was pretty awesome. It was great. That was awesome. You know, I, I I'm not worried about the Penguins just yet. You know what? If you are worried about the Penguins, don't be. If you're not worried about the Penguins and want to go to a game live, now's a great time to go because tickets are not too expensive right yeah. now uh, on the secondary market. Uh, because they're sold out for the season. Mm. You have to get them off somebody you know, or you have to buy them on the secondary market. There's no walk up to the gate the day of the game. Hey, can I get a ticket? Yeah. Um, I still want to get a ticket. You know, my uh, my sister and her husband get the tickets. Um, yeah, get them off your sister and husband. We'll, I'm going to get it off we'll them. Go. We'll he, go. I, I talked to, he said, like, February is, like, when, when the next one. I could do February because... That's that's enough time. That's, that's, that's next, whoa, that's whoa, next whoa, year. Whoa, so well, it's funny you talk about penguin tickets. Uh, Amanda and I are in a car on our way up to Cleveland, and we just got on the turnpike. Mm. Like, literally, Cranberry on a turnpike. Text goes off. Hey, buddy, I got tickets for the Pens game tonight. Any chance, you, any chance you're off work and able to go? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally off work, but I'm on my way to Cleveland right now. Uh-huh. So, well, thanks Shiloh for the thought. Yeah, yeah, hey. <laughs> uh, hopefully we see him next Saturday. Not this Saturday coming up, but the following Saturday. Uh, we should see him at our friend's birthday party. Birthday party, yeah. Um, but yeah, and um, she was also at the game. Keels was at the game that night. Nice. Uh, sitting across the ice from Shiloh. I don't know if she knew Shiloh was there until I mentioned something on her Facebook. But Well, it, you know. then I guess like it's not an empty arena. Because if it was just the two of them there, like then I think they would have seen each other. Right. So people are still going people to the games. People are still going to the games. They're, they're, and they're considered sellouts because all the tickets are sold. Yeah, the sellout is a sellout. And that's, what any, that, that's the stat that you report. And just don't they don't, a... they don't keep track of like StubHub prices. Right, right, right. They don't say like this is the Penguins, you know, fortieth consecutive game where the absolute lowest price you could get in for on StubHub was higher than face value in any section. You know, like it's just about are the tickets sold? Maybe they should keep track of how much. You know, that could be like something that they could use advanced analytics on. They do in the playoffs. Yeah, they do in the playoffs. I'm sure they do throughout the year too. But I really? know the playoffs they do. Because even, like, Doc Emmerich gets on there and reports that, like, 
Tickets going for this game were $3,500. Well, it's re- reporting it's one thing when you've got, like, a big number, but when it's a boring number, like, I'd be more interested to know, like, it, it, what's, like, the break-even point for the Penguins where, like, people start to no longer be willing to pay up, you know, for a ticket. I mean, hell, like, I, I did student rush, and I've paid face value from, like, a season ticket holder. Like, I've never bought Penn's tickets from a scalper. Um... You know, I don't really like to pay more than face value for stuff. Like, yeah, you and me both. You and I are like that. I, I mean, think the I, face I mean, value go, is too high to begin with. <laughs> you know, why do you think I don't have seasons anymore? And the only reason <laughs> to even talk to a scalper is if it's somebody who's like trying to get rid of their last pair of tickets so they can like go be where it's warm. You know, for me, like, it's it's a bad deal. You know, there's too many middlemen, and everything gets marked up, and it's and like teams are experimenting now with like dynamic pricing you know and like that's cool because if well, you I mean, just the go pi- see a game well the Pirates and the Steelers and uh, Pitt does dynamic pricing well it's not, it's not really know. dynamic like they, they, they give different tiers to different right. games but I'm talking about like well, actually well, like well, prices are based on demand like based on yeah not not on a secondary market like on the primary market well, well, well what's funny with the Steelers t- season tickets what it is all the season tickets got pissed off that why are we paying full price for our preseason games when they're meaningless and pointless and nobody plays? And, you know, they're saying I mean, prices it's a valid argument. So they said, okay, so now your season ticket prices for your preseason games are $30 instead of 85 Yeah. But the Sunday night the game, against the, game. The Sunday night game against the Ravens is 125 yeah. The New England game is 120 They're still getting, for upper-level seats, uh, for yeah. the 500-level seats, they're still getting $1,580 out of you a season for two tickets. It's just that they're priced different on the on the actual ticket itself, and actually now I think they're sixteen hundred. But whatever, yeah. here nor there. I mean, it's it's you know it's a good discussion to have like in terms of the Penguins right now because, like you said, tickets are cheaper because they're not playing well, and interest sort of wanes. But most of the tickets are already sold, so they're not going to lose their sellout streak anytime soon as long as they like get it together. Exactly. So, like, just get it together. Get it together, guys. So we can stop trying to sound like economists on our sports podcast. <laughs> and speaking of that, we're going to move on right now to the NCAA football. Now, the biggest excitement going on right now in this neck of the woods for NCAA football is Pitt. They are in the NC- they are in the ACC championship game this Saturday against Clemson in Charlotte, North Carolina. Pitt is a 26-point dog uh, in the matchup. Um, so Pitt won against Wake Forest, yes. which we talked about that before Thanksgiving on how that was kind of a trap game for him. Yeah. And it started off as a trap game and then Pitt got through it and came back and won the game. Um, if they would have lost that game, they would have had to beat Miami and nobody wants to go into Miami and have to beat them. Yeah. Miami is not the Miami of Miami a couple years ago. Um, but Pitt lost to Miami, and I think Pitt played like, eh, if we don't win, it's still okay. I mean, I watched that game. It was yeah. it was kind of like they played like, we're going to play, and we're here, but they pulled a lot of the starters. They pulled a lot of guys at the half, rested some people and whatnot. They didn't play to win. Uh, they played more not to lose, but they still lost. Um, and, and it was a blowout, by all means. Um, but... I don't know going into your ACC championship game on a loss is a good thing. 
Especially when you're playing Clemson. Now Pitt did beat Clemson three years ago now. Yeah. When Clemson was number two in the country. Mm. And Deshaun Watson was the quarterback. And Pitt goes in and, and beats them by, what, two or three? It was a last-minute field goal in yes. Death Valley. And it was a ridiculous score. It was like 52 to some shit. Or 48-something, or whatever. Um, now, we all know... That Pitt gets up for big games. Yeah. Pitt gets up and becomes a season spoiler at least every couple years. Three years ago, it was to Clemson, mm. who still went on and won a national championship, even though they went in as a underdog and had to win the ACC to make sure they got in. So it's just kind of interesting. Like, you're and saying then, they didn't actually spoil anything. Well, they did, and they didn't. Clemson had more work to do. It's kind of like when Tommy Maddox ruined the Steelers' season, and then they went on to win the Super Bowl that year. <laughs> Hence, like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, like, a full pardon to Tommy Maddox for that terrible game against Jacksonville. You know, minor Which, like, hey, they lose to Jacksonville. It's what they do. I, it, sure I think they, we talked about that last time also. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. We talked about their all-time record on Jacksonville and shit. But anyway, um, Pitt almost beat Notre Dame this year. It came almost, with, almost. Could have I mean, spoiled it. It was, you know, what I was bummed about that too. And I, I'm glad Notre Dame's undefeated now. And right, they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, but at the time, like I was very invested in Pitt pulling off the upset because upsets are fun. Upsets are and fun. Upsets are why we love college football. And, and the upsets, and then the controversy that comes from the upsets because we fight about who's like the best one loss team. Exactly. that belongs in the playoffs. So when it comes down to bowl games right now. Notre Dame's the only one that is guaranteed a bowl game, and projections right now are the Orange Bowl. Um, and I think they're guaranteed the Orange Bowl. It's a matter of who they're going to play um, after their perfect season this year. Um, they're slated to play Clemson, um, barring Pitt fucking that shit up. Yeah. Pitt could very well fuck that shit up because could. Pitt has a. Last year, they ruined Miami. Miami's number two. They, they beat did. Miami. Miami dropped down to 12 and ended up playing the goddamn Central Bowl. I'd feel better if they'd managed a touchdown against Miami. Yeah. I didn't see the game. Um, it, it wasn't pretty. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. Like, they played not to get hurt. I was what they did. I was probably asleep before the game was even over. They played not but to get hurt. That, that being said... Um, you know, they can get up for Clemson. It's a big deal. It's very odd to me to see, like, the television telling me that Pitt is playing on Saturday night ABC football. That seems really weird to me. I'm, I'm used to watching Notre Dame in that time slot. Yeah, um, yeah. But well, that's, that's a big Notre deal. Dame, Notre Dame's independent. It's a big game. They don't it's have the a biggest game that Pitt's to. had since the Fiesta Bowl. Well, in any way for Notre Dame to ever get in the way that the college football slated right now mm. with the playoff situation is to have a perfect season and to go in. And that's the only way they're ever going to get in. And they yeah. did it again. They did it a couple years ago when they went to the National Championship game against Alabama, which, you know, they played. Uh, I watched the game on Saturday night at work. They were um, sloppy. In the beginning, mm. had to come back from behind to win against USC. Yeah, uh, Notre Dame's had the tail of two teams again, like Pitt does. 
You're going to come out and just blow through people, or you're going to barely win. Or, you know, Notre Dame, unfortunately, has not well, lost. That's the thing. Like, Pitt's, fortunately, Pitt's had, got three options because they also Pitt has games. the three options. They, <laughs> they, they lose games by Pitt's Penn State blow, margins. Well, Pitt's gotten blown out once this year, and that was by Penn State. And then there's so, also close losses. There's the clo- and then the, the other losses were close, and then they win big or they win barely. Speaking of um, pit losses, I, I watched the uh, little bit of the UNC-NC State game right. at a bar in Chapel Hill. And uh, you know we had we had to leave before the game was over, but I listened to the end on the radio. And, um, yeah, like, how did Pitt get beat by that team? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't it didn't, know. It didn't matter one way or the other. They're in the final. They are. I, and, again, it's because they were in a, in a weak coastal division. Everybody just lost one key game that screwed it up for them. Well, and Pitt beat a lot of people in a key game. Virginia Tech, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I mean, when yeah. they beat Virginia Tech and Virginia, that's like. That sealed it for them. That sealed it for them. As long as they Because beat, Miami had already shot themselves in the foot. Right. And as long and as they beat Pitt Wake was there Forest, to facilitate the shooting of Virginia t- and Virginia Tech right. in the feet. And as long as Pitt beat Wake Forest, they clinched it up the week early, and they didn't have to beat Miami. If they would have lost to Miami, then I think Virginia Tech would have went in on a points differential. Yeah. So, uh, here and there. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting that you know that. Yeah, it, which is stupid. <laughs> uh, so, bowl games. So, right now, on the bowl prediction, Pitt slated to go to the Belk Bowl? Belk. I'm assuming that's the store. Yeah. Okay. The the Belk Bowl is in Charlotte. I had no clue. Okay. I I'm I only learned about it because I'm dating someone from the South. Like the first year that that bowl came out was the first year that we like were together, and I was like Belk Bowl. What the hell is that? Well, the only and it's I... like it's like Macy's, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But yeah it's, the only reason yeah. I'm assuming it was a store because my grandparents lived in the South for a yeah. long period of time. And as Belks, I'm like, what's Belks? I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a department store. Like yeah, Kaufman. and it's cool because it's, like, called, it's like Kaufman's. It's I'm called like... Belk, but if you talk to like anyone local, they call it Belks. Yeah. So it's not just Yinzers who do that, okay? Like people from like North Carolina like do that with their favorite department store. But anyway, like so, yes, the Belk Bowl will be in Charlotte at the stadium where the Panthers play, whatever that's called. Right on. Uh, and then Penn State is slated to go to the Peach Bowl. Or the Citrus Bowl, depending on what site you're looking at. Um, WVU is projected to the Camping World Bowl or the Valero Alamo Bowl. Mm. Um, Alamo Bowl. Well, the Riverwalk deserves to meet some Mountaineer fans. All right, all right. Well, let me just tell you about the Alamo Bowl real quick. Kiwi's Big Adventure. Let me finish out. Meets Mountaineer football. Let me finish this out. Is Notre Dame's the Orange Bowl pretty much guaranteed um, unless something stupid happens and they have to switch them around. But for the most part, Notre Dame's the only one guaranteed one of the four majors. Yeah. All right. And then uh, they're looking at Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, or Oklahoma, depending on how that shakes out. Now, here's the thing. This is so hard and it's very unpredictable. As different professional sites and stations that we all love to watch and so forth, all have different predictions. And until it's all said, done, and over with, we won't know until Sunday. Mm. Now, the one thing I did see, which will be quite interesting, comes back to WVU. Mm. WVU lost to Oklahoma 
on a ridiculous game that proved that both teams had no defense. Um, it was bad. It was. Very I mean, it was bad. fun to watch, but if you like the high-scoring, high-flying offense, of course, it was fun to watch. It was the consummate Big Twelve game. It was. It was. It was. You know, swing passes and deep passes, and let's throw the ball four hundred yards forty-five times, and we'll go from there. Um, in the event, Pitt beats Clemson. Pitt could slide into the Alamo Bowl against WVU. Oh man. Okay, so that's there's there. I I did see like two of the sites came through, and, and two out of the five that I looked at had that as a possibility, and that shifted Clemson down into like a Sugar Bowl. Oh my goodness. Um, or so forth. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then, and that it was all weird on how it happened. So th- there has to be a few more things that happen, but there's the potential that if Pitt beats West Virginia or if Pitt beats Clemson, there's the potential that they could play West Virginia. Okay, it was like a few years ago that if Pitt would have beat somebody at the end of the season, they could have slid into the Pinstripe Bowl in Yankee Stadium to play West Virginia instead of Penn State. Yeah. Because Penn State played West Virginia at Pinstripe Bowl um, three years ago now? Something yeah. like that? Um, yeah, and it was not as... It was what I understand was not as well attended as people was, would have hoped. Yeah. Given that it's like a seven-hour average drive right. for uh, Morgantown and State College to get to the Bronx. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't, I don't put much stock in that. Like, I don't think Pitt travels as well. Yeah, but you put a Pitt West Virginia in a bowl game. Let me tell you right now. In Texas, okay. It's not an easy drive for a lot of people. Oh no no no! Yo, Pitt Pitt they have packages. Yeah, yeah, there's packages available, but I mean, I mean, Pitt to San Antonio, Pittsburgh to San Antonio is not an easy drive. That's Mm. like a four man, one vehicle, Iron Man. You know, one's driving. Two are sleeping and one shaking the driver. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's an important uh, job that last one. <laughs> yeah, you being that's, the front—that's like the linchpin. Yeah, yeah, two sleeping in the back, one shaking the driver, and you know that, that's what it is. Man, uh, I mean, I've done those Ironman trips before. Trust me, I, I've I've done Salt Lake City to or Park City, Utah to to Pittsburgh um, in in thirty hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you need help for that. Yeah, um, that was with two people. Um, but a Pitt West Virginia bowl game. A like Pitt West Virginia bowl game. That would that would draw I mean, more. I mean, I mean, that would be me interest. going. That would be me going. Hey, babe, can you just like take everything you bought me for Christmas back and just let me go to San Antonio for this bowl game right now? Yeah. And she'd be like, No. I'm like, Babe, can I ask my parents for anything they want to buy us for Christmas to just give me the money so I can go to the bowl game right now? She'd be like, No. I'm like, hey, babe. She'd be like, no. I'm like, damn it. Babe, can I call off work to go watch at the bar with my friends? Maybe. 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 Uh, um, so, yeah. I, I Guaranteed I won't be able to go to San Antonio. But it would be a thought. Well, it's not It's not going to happen. No. Hey. I, I, hope, it, I hope Pitt wins. But I, I, it sounds like me. you said even if they win, it's still like an outside shot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. And that's what gets me. If it's, well, because it's the NCAA and their most the their most corrupt organization outside of FIFA and I don't think, the Olympics. 
I don't think that's corruption. I just think that's stupidity. Uh, I think you should make Pitt play West Virginia in a bowl game every year that it's a possibility. Yeah. Like, every year that those teams, like, finish with six wins, you should draw them into some random bowl somewhere. Because Guess what? You're going to Memphis day, I would rather bowl. go see Pitt play West Virginia than Oklahoma State or... Play Valparaiso? Yeah. No, you know, like <laughs> the teams they've actually played in bowl games, like North Carolina. Yeah. Um, you know, Oklahoma State. Um, uh, Ohio State versus anybody. I mean, yeah, no, I'm just yeah. saying, like, if you can't get them during the regular season, like, make them play in the bowl season. Yeah. If even they're they, meaningless games, as everyone likes to say. Even, I'm not talking like about, I like, said, playoff games. Like I said. But if they're, like, meaningless bowl games... Like give them meaning by making them rivalry. Yeah, games. yeah, that's it what is, it's all about. Yeah, if it is, yeah, like that. I mean, give them the fucking Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Shit, Memphis isn't that far from Pittsburgh. I would drive that. I, we can, I would love to go to Memphis. Memphis is awesome. Yeah, as long as I get to go to the like jungle I could drive room, to the Belk Bowl or the Liberty Bowl or dude, the we Detroit could be at the Belk Bowl. Bowl in eight hours. Yeah, those are and fun. we have a place to stay. Yeah, we have a couple places to stay. A couple. I, I mean. <laughs> I can get us within two hours of Charlotte. I can get us in within an hour and a half. Yeah. You know. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's if what you, if you that's can't what get a regular season see. game. Get I don't think I'm getting game. on an airplane to go see a pit game. Not unless it was a national championship game. A national championship game, sure. Yeah. Like you know, if, if, I, I walked, if, if Pitt's playing in, in, in Pasadena yeah. in a national championship game, yeah. I'd go because you know what? It hasn't happened in my lifetime and I don't know that it will. Sure. Or if it ever will again. So I'm going. Notre Dame getting into a national championship game in my lifetime has happened. I've seen it. Didn't get to go. But it will probably happen. But it'll be better at yeah. be better uh, odds of Notre Dame getting back to a national championship game that I could go to than Pitt. We'll so. see. We'll see. You know, I needed South Carolina to soften up Clemson for Pitt. That didn't and happen. then if Pitt doesn't beat them, they should at least soften them up a little bit for Notre Dame. That would be nice. That's that's my approach right now. That is. All right, folks. And on Matt's approach, speaking about softening up stuff, how about Slice on Broadway? They got that nice soft crust, um, melted cheese, the perfect pepperoni pizza, which is awesome, by the way. If you haven't ever had one, you need to because they have the original uh, on Broadway Avenue in Beachview as well as the East End. Um, Carnegie, they also have down there at PNC Park on mm. the North Shore. Excellent pizza, slice on Broadway. They're friends of Sorgatron Media. They're friends of ours. We enjoy them. I like their. Uh, there's like a specialty pizza that's like a spinach pie. Kind of like a Greek pizza. It's kind of like a Greek pizza. I think it's called the Athena. All right. It's really good. Um, and I've had like the the really meaty specialty pizza from there. And I've been to some events where, yeah, you know, they get, like, a plane and they get a pepperoni. The pepperonis are good. They're, like, the little kind. They, like, like crinkle up a little bit. Oh, it's yeah. It's a good pie. They hold the grease right in the yeah. middle. I mean, there's grease in all your pepperoni. Don't kid yourself. I know. Okay? So we need the, like, puddle of grease. If you don't want to see the grease, like, you need to remember that, like, even raw, like, that's just fat that's in the meat. So, that's like, good. You're eating the fat one way or the other. All right, folks. We're going to be right back. After these few messages from our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Hey, folks, and we're back here 
at Bold Sports. Good to be here. It is great to be here. We were just having a discussion about cats in the off. Yeah. In the off time. Bold so. cats. Bold cats. That'll be a podcast for next year. We'll That'd work on like, it. Um, that would be like a serial. I, actually, you like know what? I, I mean, I mean, that should honestly just be like an Instagram post. You yeah. know, we'll have an Instagram uh, uh, page called Bold Cats. I mean, I watch sports with my cats. Oh, I think oh, that, Stella, comes, Stella that, that should cover it. You know? oh, dude, she curls up with me for the Monday Night Football games all the time. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so, I was messaging you earlier this afternoon about how I was very upset that, um, A, um, I have to expand my cable package because mm. I don't get ESPNU. Yes. And then I have the ESPN Plus, which mm. you have as well. Right. And ESPN Plus wasn't giving me the Pitt Iowa game tonight. Right. And then you're like, well, ESPNU. You met, I'm like, okay. So I went on the ESPN Plus app and I went to the ESPNU on the ESPN Plus. Mm. And it was like, nope. Yeah. Like, I can watch soccer from like Zimbabwe. But like, yeah, I well, can't get Pitt Iowa. Because they want you, they need you. <laughs> Their business model depends on you having a cable subscription, you know. Of which, like, $7 of your cable every month goes to ESPN. Right. And that's, that's by design. The plus is content that's like, you know, we're going to give you this for $5 a month, but you're not going to get to see the best games, like, on the biggest channels, necessarily. Right. So, like, I, I have ESPN and ESPN, too. I have, and, and all the other ESPNs on my cable are not available because a man and I were being cheap for a while. And... It's not called cheap. It's called frugal. Okay. Okay. Frugal. First, we're of being all. frugal and, and had just the expanded basic. Yeah. You know. Now I still got the golf network. I still got AT and T Sports. Mm. You know whatnot. But I I didn't get like the 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 Big Ten network. I don't get the SEC network. I don't get the um. You know I I get like Fox Sports, CBS Sports, NBC Sports, mm. Golf Network, ESPN, ESPN two. It's right. weird. I, I have a skinny bundle and I don't get CBS Sports, but I do get like most of the other sports channels. Right. It's it's I, they always are trying to like leave one thing out that makes you want to give them more of your money. Yeah, yeah. And there's you some know? other channels on there I really like to have that like I I would like to watch and stuff. I'm like like the Paramount channel, which used to be Spike. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that what happened? Yeah. I was wondering where that came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Where there's some there are good movies on really there. Really good movies yeah. on there. And like and that's where like Bar Rescue's at and shit. Mm. And like I don't get that now. And yeah, I don't I don't get it either, but you know, but when like I'm going the, through the guide, I'm always like, Oh, I wish I could watch this. I know, right? Me too. And like Roadhouse is on there today. I I'm save like, no money. I save no money right now because like I'm paying for HBO again all of a sudden. Uh oh. Well my, my free trial of HBO ran out and like you, you forgot to cancel the free trial. I forgot trial. to cancel. Exactly. I didn't know you had to cancel the free trial. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. We give you the free trial for three months. And then you still have it. You're like, oh. I, I've... And, then you're, and then you get your bill. You're like, fuck. I just thought it went up because, like, I don't know, they, like, got rid of one of the discounts. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was yeah. the discount they got rid of. Yeah. I got other yeah, not, yeah. discounts to lose in the yeah. next six months. You know, you know what's, what's fucked up, though, is like, man, I talk about cutting the cord, cutting the cord, cutting the cord. Yeah. You know, we looked at it. So by the time we pay our fucking internet, mm. and then we have Hulu, and Netflix, and ESPN Plus, and this, that, and the other thing, 
we go ahead and we're back up to $180 a month in fucking streaming mm-hmm. services. Yeah. It, you yeah. have to you have to just learn to live without things. Like because if you get every streaming service that gives you every like show that you like to watch, you're you're just going to end up paying as much as you did when you had the cable. Um so, you know, I'm sorry that happened to you, Steve, with the with the pit game tonight, yeah. but like I'm actually paying for ESPNU and I couldn't watch it in my office because there's some sort of disconnect I don't know if it's on Verizon's end or ESPN or Amazon, but like one of these three like wonderful corporations that I have to rely on for content every day makes it impossible for you to sign in to your Verizon account through the Fire TV. Like if I like if I hit up my dad for his like Comcast password, I could have watched the pit game tonight on on my device. Right. That happened to be in the room where I was forced to sit. You know, between like the hours of like seven and eleven o'clock tonight. Um, so I feel like I've got it worse than you because like I'm actually paying for the shit and I still couldn't watch it. Ah, that makes me even more mad. On my behalf, I, it does make me. I more appreciate mad. your. Uh, that empathy, does make me Steve. more mad because like that's, you're that's, paying for it. Yeah, I am paying for and, it, and and I'm I'm not paying for mm-hmm. it. I'm only paying for one streaming service. Yeah, and and. and I couldn't watch it. I was like, fuck. Mm. I figured. And you're paying for a few streaming services and your cable package. Yes. And you couldn't sign into I, it. I'm subscribed to three different streaming services just for sports. Not even to mention Amazon and Netflix. You know, I'm, I'm not saving a dime on this cord cutting. <laughs> I'm not saving it. First of all, because I haven't actually cut the cord. But essentially, it's the same thing. Because yeah, I mean, we have when you really sign up for new cable, either. they basically give you all the shit for free mm. for two years, and you're just paying for the internet. Well, that's why I say. And I mean, then every... they start, and then they start like tacking on like every like. Well, year, it's every you know? three years you have to change cable providers mm. to get a new deal because you sign up with Comcast, you got two years of this, that, and the other thing. It's great. And then the third year, they jack your rates up. You're like, I'm gonna leave you guys. Like, oh well, we'll give you mm. this, that, and the other thing, and we'll take your rate down. So it's, it's. Half of what they upcharge was, but still higher than what your original fee was. Yeah. Then the fourth year comes along, you're like, no, go fuck yourself. And they're like, well, you go fuck yourself too. So you mm-hmm. go from Comcast to Verizon. And you got to factor in the hassle of like. And then you got to factor in the hassle of getting the guy to come out and do this <laughs> and return the boxes and this, that, and everything. Yeah. Whatever. How, how willing am I to drive to Upper St. Clair or yeah. like Corliss Street? Yeah, right. And then you got to do this, that, your thing. And it. But every three to five years, every about every three or four years, you're switching cable provider to get the next deal. It, you know, fortunately enough with the cell phone usage and shit out there, everybody's pretty much got their own shit going on. Except, I mean, for some reason, Comcast. My parents switched to Comcast cell phone service. Mm. These fuckers are paying forty dollars a month for a cell phone plan. The kicker is, they had to buy their phones outright, mm-hmm. and they can't go over two gigs. A month per person. Of data? Yeah. My parents don't go through two gigs a month because my parents don't listen to music on their phone. Yeah, I go through two gigs a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Amanda and I have unlimited gigage mm. because we go through two to five gigs a day. Yeah, I go Between the both of us. Yeah, I, I have the unlimited data. <laughs> yeah. I pay, I pay for it, but I get my money's worth because I'm always listening to podcasts. Like, I usually download the podcast before I listen to it. But if I'm if I'm out on the road and like something new drops that I really want to hear, 
Like, I can hear it, and it's not going to cost me anything. Right. Like, I don't download music to my phone because my... We have Apple you, Music. You don't have a big enough hard drive in the world. No, yeah. You know, for nope. all the music that I, that I like to have access to at any given moment, you know? So, I get value for that. But the, the sports packages, it's... We're both having frustrations right now. You just wanted to watch the pit game. I just wanted to watch the pit game. Sounds like neither of us got to watch the pit game. No, but I did get to watch the game cast a little bit, um, which isn't as fun as actually watching it. Of course but I did get to see play-by-play. Um, so Pitt did play Iowa tonight in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Um, it came down to the very end. Pitt lost by one, and I did get to watch um, the highlights on KDK Sports at uh, 11. Uh, with Bob Pompiani, who was a little hoarse tonight. <laughs> I tweeted him if you follow us on Bold Sports, uh, Bold PGA Sports on Twitter. I tweeted Bob Pompiani, and he um, was thankful enough to give a nice little reply and a um, and a quoted retweet uh, about it. And um, did you include the hashtag Pompiani? Pompiani ain't easy. <laughs> did you? Yes, I did. Okay, okay. Yes, I did. Sure. <laughs> I did. Because if you don't do that, you're you're really not doing it right. Yeah, Poppin' Ain't Easy is that hashtag that he responds to instantly. Um, but no, uh, so Williams came down the boards and had a shot right at the end, and he went up and over, went for the layup. It missed the backboard and went right over top of the hoop. The rebound came out, kicked out to the guard. I can't remember his name. And he went and just made a shot, and it went up, and it hit the rim and came down, and Iowa got the ball. So it was literally... Last seconds at Pitt lost the game. They were in the game the whole way. They were up at halftime. Yeah. Um, it would have been a hell of a game to fucking watch if I you know. watched it. Um, the Notre Dame game was on ESPN. You the Notre Dame game was well. The Notre Dame game got switched to ESPN too. Well, the stream had it on you, mm. and the Pitt stream didn't start on time. The because best part the Notre was Notre Dame game was still ongoing. The best part, maybe that's what it was. I couldn't get it on because the Notre Dame game was still on. But you. Were you watching on your on your cable box? Uh, no, 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 no. I had it on the Apple TV. It said this game hasn't started yet. But you've got to verify through the Apple TV that you have a subscription that includes ESPNU. Right, but but that but on the ESPN Plus. But you no, you's not included with Plus. Uh, it was showing live feed. Maybe it was because the reunion was still in progress. Yeah, it's it's possible that they had to like shift something. But the the pl- maybe the plan, I didn't wait long enough to get it the back plan is to like. Get you paying five bucks a month for, like, shit that I already Northeastern have. Conference games, for sure. and then entice you with like, hey, you could be watching this Big East Big Ten game right now, or I'm sorry, ACC Big Ten game right now, you know, yeah, if you uh, upgraded your cable package. May, 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 you may, got, how much does it cost a month for you to upgrade to that that tier of sports? I don't know. I gotta go look at it. Probably only like five bucks. Uh, and once, if you're paying five for the plus, why not pay five for the U? I don't know. That's how they go. want you to think. I gotta go. They've got they've it. got me doing it. That's why I'm so good at ex- at explaining why you should. Yeah, do. yeah, I know, right? What's five bucks? But in the meantime, it's no. like an IPA. You know, <laughs> just drink one less IPA a month, and then you got. <laughs> I mean, what's funny though is 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 that's how Amanda and I ration. She's like, well, it's one less latte a month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't yeah, drink lattes. I'm like, yeah, it's one less beer <laughs> a month. It doesn't work on me. You know, it's like one less beer a month. I, yeah. yeah, whatever. Uh, but though no, Pitt uh, is doing great, they're off to a six and one start, um, and uh, they're taking on. They took on Iowa tonight. They lost uh, at the last second. Um, it was a tough loss there by one. 
Uh, they'll be back in Pittsburgh this Friday in the city game, playing Duquesne at PPG Paints Arena. Duquesne's not doing too bad themselves. Duquesne is 4-1 overall with their only loss to Notre Dame. Now, I think that was their only non-scrub team they played. And I got to watch that game through the Plus app. <laughs> Shut up about that. That's a game that I got to watch. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, got to, I got to watch Duquesne like almost come close to beating Notre Dame. Um and I've actually gotten to watch... This was the first pit game that I didn't get to watch on that thing. So, you know, not a complaint. But the Dukes... Hey, man. They're going to... They're not going to be playing Notre Dame all year. Well, Once I they put, get into well, conference no, 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 play... I know, I know. I mean, they're going to be playing Bonnie and um, GW and American and everybody in that Atlantic 10. You should be excited about the Dukes. They're, uh, they're looking real good. Uh, they are. So they're going to have their hands full of pit, though, uh, mm-hmm. coming up. And uh, WVU, they're three and two overall, um, and they get Pitt and Morgantown on December eighth. So kind of the beginning of the restored rivalry there. Yeah, comes in in basketball. Last year WVU came to Pitt. Uh, this year they get out of Morgantown. Um, we're gonna have that going on. Penn State is four and two overall. Uh, they had a squeaker win over number thirteen Virginia Tech uh, in the ACC Big Ten tournament challenge tonight. Um, that was a little fun uh, there. That was uh, that, that that was kind of the reverse of of Pitt losing in the last few seconds mm-hmm. by one. Uh, Penn State won in the last few seconds by Good. one. I Good. saw the highlights on that, um, and we know Penn State's basketball program has never been stellar by all means. But they didn't they win the NIT a few years ago. That's like taking your fucking cousin to prom. <laughs> No, it's not. Like for Penn State, it's not. Okay. For Penn State, it's that's that was a pretty big deal when they won the NIT. You're right. That's like taking your third cousin from for Penn State. No, I mean it's it's better than that. Like it's it's like taking like your best friend to the prom in like a purely platonic way. Okay. You know, like if you grew up on a street where there was like a girl exactly your age who liked to skateboard, and then you realize that she's like kind of hot, but like doesn't like you. But, like, didn't have a date, so you, like, went to that. Like, Penn State never had a chance of, like, ever, like, going anywhere in the NCAA tournament. Like, ever. They got into the NIT, and they won the damn thing. And that's, like, a bigger deal than Pitt winning the CBI after many years of, like, flaming out of the Elite Eight. Right. So, to me, Penn State basketball is a legitimate, like, dark horse in the Big Ten to, like, knock off the the bigger teams in the Big Ten, and it's worth it's worth your attention if, if you're a local basketball fan. Um, I'm still more plus on Duquesne, and I'm Definitely. really liking what I've seen out of Pitt so far. I, really, I mean, Jeff Cable's come in and done wonders so now far. Now we'll, we'll see what happens when conference play when conference, starts. Yeah, conference Con- play has not... Conference play starts, what, first of the year? We don't need to remind people what happened in conference play last year. Nope. They went O for the ACC. Yep. Uh... I don't think they're going to go over again this year, but I don't think they're in a position to challenge for a title. Whereas uh, Duquesne, I think, is in a position to challenge for, for an A10. A-10 title. Exactly. And I haven't seen much about Bobby Moe this year uh, in basketball. I mean, they have Bobby Moe's a very streaky basketball program. They have like two years of excellence and two years of greatness, and then three years of meh. Are they still playing at 
PPG this year? I believe Bobby Moe is playing at PPG this year because of... Um, they're building a new arena. Building a new arena. They're renovating the Sewell Center and yeah. turning it into not a basketball arena. It'll they're, be for like other sports, It'll be dual purpose. Um, so like a convocation center. Yeah. Uh, well, I think They'll have dances there. I, I went to a dance there once. I, I think they're going to put some ice in there too, maybe. Oh, really? Okay. I think they're going to have it so it's like... They do be loving their hockey at yeah. Robert Morris. Well, Robert Morris is great in hockey. Um, for a smaller school, they produce a lot of good hockey players out of there. Their women's team is better than their men's team. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, I think they're having it dual purpose for hockey and basketball and volleyball and... Do they still have the curling at the... Oh, they have curling at the Neville Island. Yeah, yeah. The, the Pittsburgh could, Curling Club. If the if the Pittsburgh Curling Club got big enough that they needed to like overflow into you know Moon Township, and there was a thing on on ESPN uh, last week about curling, about how there's a team that was banned from whatever because there was a, the drunken brawl, because curling is the only sport that is a competitive sport that is a sanctioned sport that you're actually allowed to drink while you. Uh, participate. Oh yeah, and there was a drunken brawl between a few country teams. <laughs> you know, I've been trying to get picnic softball into the Olympics for many years, <laughs> and like the drinking is like the the one thing that's keeping it out. I know, right? Yeah. Well, I, uh, okay, a keg on each base. I mean, you have to drink the beer before you can run to the next base. I'm not even uh, talking about that. I'm just talking about you know. Maybe maybe you're standing in right field and you've got a beer in one hand and a glove on the other. Uh, and or maybe you've got your glove on the ground in front of you and you're like smoking a cigarette and just <laughs> praying they don't hit it to you. You know? That happens. Or realizing that even if they do hit it to you, you're too slow to catch it, so you're just going to be chasing it down anyway, at which point you actually just, you know, Kick put the beer. the beer in the glove and just go run after the ball with your cigarette in your hand. <laughs> I've seen that. You in, know, I've seen that at bar league softball. Yeah. Um, Once it's past you, you don't need the glove anymore. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it, it, yeah. Do you know many times in like a baseball game myself, I just fuck it and threw my glove down and just bore it out after the ball, picked it up, and wailed it back in. You know, I think it, I run faster without a glove on my hand. Yeah, I, it might not be like, might not be based in actual fact, but. Just seems like you can like get your your form better if you're not worried about the thing flying off. You know, it's like when McCutcheon runs the bases and his helmet comes off. Yeah, he doesn't care. Get off He's not batting her. anymore. I'm he doesn't need it. He's unless, faster without it. Unless that ball bounces and hits him in the head. Fire That's detail. like a one in a million shot. Yeah, a little less than that, but okay. So, college basketball is kind of going into full swing right now. Um, I like it. It, it, college basketball is way more exciting than the NBA. It's good that it's back. I know you're fired up about it. I, I shit. I like college basketball. I watch. Uh, I watched some of the Duke game tonight. Yeah, me too. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, poor uh, man. Man, Archie Miller. <laughs> Zion Williams. Archie Miller. Archie Miller. Man, like this is in like the first half. I could already see it. On he was just like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Zion Williams. That that was a uh, play going up. Uh, and he just came up and swatted that ball about ten rows deep mm. <laughs> into the stands. He was just, he was just like, boom, get that out of my house. I mean, he's a beast. Yeah. I mean, there's three guys on the Duke team that are just they're one and done. So that's all there is to it. Zion Williams is is probably the the most prolific one out of that group, but mm. he's a men amongst boys right now. 
just playing that game. Uh, Duke, though, did lose to Gonzaga in the, was that Maui? Maui Invitational over Thanksgiving? Um, Didn't even see that. And they... Uh, how, and did I, how did that... How did I miss that? Travel, drinking with your friend in a bar. I was in Chapel, Chapel Hill, Hill. Drinking with your friend in a bar. Steve. I know you If were... Duke loses, <laughs> you would think the first people to find out about it are the people in Chapel Hill. Right? Like, they might find out before folks in Durham. <laughs> That's how much they care about Duke losing. It's true. There was football on. Yeah, there was football on. There's so... a lot of football. But yeah, that that was uh, but but yeah, so Gonzaga I think's number one right now in basketball, uh, and Duke's number two, uh, because Gonzaga did beat Duke here or there. You unfortunately were on the road, uh, and didn't get back until six thirty on Sunday night, which is about halftime for the Steelers game. Um, so the first half of the Steelers game was all right. It sounded all right on the radio. It was it was pretty decent. It was it was kind of a little back and forth, back and forth. You going into you going into you going into tied to halftime. You know, look good. And then the second half started, and it was going back and forth, back and forth. And you're sitting there looking at this like, whoever's gonna have the ball last is gonna win this fucking game. That's what always happens. I feel that way about every. Well, Steelers the game. problem is though, is whoever had the ball last at this point in time fucked up. And throws an interception in the end And zone. who would that be? That would be Ben Roethlisberger. That would be Ben Roethlisberger. Throwing an interception in the end zone. It was a weak interception. It was a very weak so interception. So weak. And I heard what he said about how like he didn't expect the D lineman to get blocked so far back that he was in a position to intercept the ball. Bullshit. So you're saying you your offensive didn't line... didn't throw the ball far enough. So you, he like lobbed it to the dude. It was weak as hell. So, so was he saying that... that his uh, offensive line did too good of a job of giving Basically, him... Basically, yeah, he blamed his offensive line uh, uh, for the interception. My offensive line did too good of a job pushing them, pushing the defensive line back, Yeah, which gave them too much room to intercept the weak pass I threw over top of the middle. Yeah. That was about six foot in the air. Yeah. It's not my fault that David DeCastro pushed a guy back into the range of one of my passes... On a play where they were rushing the passer, right? You know, like they weren't they weren't like dropping guys into I coverage honestly, on the three yard line. Like you're trying to like, you know, I honestly don't even disrupt know the pocket he so he can't run. On that fucking play, it was AB who was covered anyway. Okay, even if he had thrown it over the head of the lineman, like a AB was tightly covered by whoever was marking his ass for that play, and I assume most of the game. So like don't don't even talk to me about that. Like that was weak as hell. And it wasn't his only interception of the game. Oh and no. Everybody like I didn't understand what happened with the Grimble play because I heard it on radio. Alright, so the Grimble I saw, play I saw the replay. You saw the replay. But the description it sounded like they didn't really know what was going on either. And it, it was hard to see probably from the booth, like it, the nuances of like him it, juggling the ball. It was, and hard, to, it out was hard to see on the TV until you saw the actual replay on like four different angles. Where Grimble has the ball, he's going in the end zone. He's wide the fuck open to go in the end zone. You get the you get the safety coming across, and the safety's coming across, and Grimble instead of like maybe stopping and taking a cut move, mm. or and, even if he was just falling down, or if he was falling, if, if he if he had if just he 
If dove he had just and fell, gone limp and fallen gone limp forward and, gone and dove tucked the ball. The end zone, tucked the, maybe he would have went the, the ball forward and crossed the play in the end zone. All you gotta do is touch the pylon with it. He didn't even need to, he was, he, he was, he could have gone there and not even touched the pylon. He could have went right across and the pylon could have been a foot and a half to his left. Yeah. And just dove right across. And, and in the post-interview, he said, you know, he's 196 pounds coming after me. I was going to buck him over. And, you know, mm. he wanted to get on Sports Center for, damn, look at that hit. Mm. Instead, it was, damn. He fumbled the ball at the end zone and gave Denver the ball on the twenty yard line well, on a, touchback. That's ball security. I mean, you got yeah. you got to hang on to it. You got to hang he on also, to it. He got hit harder than I think he thought he was. Yeah, going yeah. To. he got hit harder. I mean, you know, he was one hundred ninety six pounds coming across that line and and trucked him. It's a football player. Yeah, man. it's a football. It's it's a football move. You don't. Uh, you're not in the NFL. Like I don't care if you're one hundred ninety six pounds or one hundred sixty nine pounds. Like or three hundred pounds. I mean, if I you care. know how to hit. You can play in the NFL, yeah. And if you're smaller than average, and you still know how to hit, I mean that's like your only, you know, shot of you being in the league. You know, so the and, fact and that you think this guy is like, you know, a lightweight because he weighs 196 pounds, like, there's a lot of people out in society who weigh at least 196 pounds that don't play in the NFL. Do you weigh 196 pounds, Matt? Not even close. Okay. And I and I don't know how to tackle anybody either. <laughs> And I and I don't play organized football. And if you saw me coming, you know, and you had a pylon to reach, like you wouldn't be worried about me. No, you, I would. And you wouldn't reach for the pylon to like avoid my hit. You would just try to knock me over. But like, just hang on to the ball because even a little pissant like me, I know I know that like I might die I might die doing it, but I'm gonna try to at least like strip the ball yeah. while I'm doing so. That that whole play right there was somebody being cocky and wanting to get out Sports Center, in my personal opinion. Um, I still think he hangs Tom, on to the ball if he didn't get brained. Uh, you know, all he could all all he should have done. He got he got cracked in the uh, head. He got cracked pretty good. If he had, if it had just been a body blow, maybe he hangs on to that. You know, and then he, I don't know. He went across. If he would have dove and went across the plane, touchdown. If he would have did one of those like stop moves, but he's not a wide receiver, or running back, so I don't know. Yeah, I, the I, stop move thing, like that's this, a lot this, of people the, the who stop, don't play football. Turn. I mean, he could have busted his knee open, you know, by mm. doing some stupid shit. I don't know. His best thing would have just been dive and go down for it. The worst that would have happened is it went down to one, right? Because yeah. the ground can't cause a fumble, right? So. But it's just, just, and it's just freakish. Uh, yeah. You know? There's a lot of freakish things on there. Connor's fumble was kind of freakish, and you got to see that. I saw that. Uh, he's going down, and, and he he hurdled a guy and got hit in midair, and his body turned, and the ball came out. The ball just popped out because of the way his upper body twisted. Right. And a man like, he didn't sat get there hit. Was, he didn't get hit in his arm. Yeah. And Amanda sat there and said, said, that's not on Connor. Look at the way he got hit. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of on Connor because he didn't protect the ball. I agree. It was a bad fumble. I, it was a I, bad I was, fumble. It made me sad to see it. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, it was bad for the team, but, it, like, Connor's had some, you know, not so great moments the past couple questionable games. Questionable fumbles. And it's, it's, it seems like in the two games since Le'Veon Bell officially became not a stealer, 
that there have been points where someone says Le'Veon wouldn't have done that. Now, did Le'Veon fumble when he was getting his knee shredded by Perfect? Technically, no, but no. he fell out of bounds, so it wouldn't right. have mattered anyway. You know, but like if you got a receiver who's like hurdling dudes, I'm sorry, a, a running back who's hurdling tacklers, you know, you hope they're hanging on to the ball. Definitely. Because you're better off to just like grab it with two hands and take the hit and not the fumble. Like he'd already picked up the first down. It was a dynamic, explosive play. Oh, it, by all means, it was. It was phenomenal. But I, I still can't get past that recip- that interception at the end. Like, football is a game where shit happens. And then you get the ball back later, and you try to fi- fix it, okay? The offense picks up the defense when they make a mistake. The defense picks up the offense when they make a mistake. And the goal is to put yourself in a position where you're able to have more points than the other team at the end of time. And the Steelers had first and goal from, like, the three-yard line and ended up with an interception when, you know, they, they could have punched it in. I mean, they could have run a sneak like they did the week before. I mean, did they... Did he lose any um, thought in Connor to hand him the ball on maybe, the two-yard line? Maybe, and I don't know who that comes from, if that's Ben or if that's the game plan or if that's coming from, like, the O.C., I, I have no idea. Well, Ben said on his radio show that he's not going to apologize for his 12 interceptions this season. I'm a quarterback. Um, I'm going to sling it, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what happens. I, I don't want him to apologize for no. all of the interceptions. be nice if he would acknowledge like when some are worse than others. You know? Like, that, that was not a good pass that he threw. No, it was not. Um, you know who threw a lot of shitty passes over the years? Brett Favre. Yeah. Sure. You, you know who threw a lot of great passes over the years? Ben Roethlisberger. Brett Favre. Brett went, Favre. Brett Favre threw a lot of like corner corner passes to Shannon Sharp. Or no, Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp. And uh, yeah, like there's it. It's also, I feel personally that Ben has, I don't know if he's lost mobility, or if he's just not like as much of a scrambler and roller as he used to be for like you know because he slowed down but i see plays where he's either stepping into the pocket and getting sacked anyway or getting balls tipped or like not getting a pass off when he'd be better off just rolling out and throwing out of bounds well this week you have the steelers got moved up to 820 kickoff this sunday night Against the Chargers coming into town into Pittsburgh Sunday night football. Uh, Phillip Rivers came off of a 25 um, pass completions in a row, which is like the most in a very long time. I don't know if it's the most ever, but it's pretty good. Pretty, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, Ben was doing well for a while there too with his pass completion. And then they said, and Tony Roma said something about it on the, uh, on the, on the, uh, telecast and the next pass got dropped <laughs> he was like at like 12 he's like yeah. at 12 completed passes um and, and then and tony romo said something about it and got dropped and then philip rivers goes for 25 uh completions uh ridiculous uh chargers they're not a squad to be looked over um i honestly we were hoping that at the start of the we year we were hoping that at the start of the year the the teams that the Steelers have left 
I mean, seriously, the Chiefs losing on on uh, was that Monday Night Football? No, no, Sunday Night Football. The Chiefs losing, um, or no, it was was that Thanksgiving? No, no, no. Whenever the Chiefs lost this past weekend, mm. which gave the Steelers the opportunity to win and keep it and be a game and a half behind instead of two, and then. So, with the Steelers losing, they go back to being two games back, which puts them into the fourth seed, which puts them into a home wildcard wild card playoff game. But don't overlook that you have the Chargers on Sunday night. You go to Oakland. Oakland seems like a shitty game, but that's a trap game. I mean, that's a trap game. Because we know how the Steelers do. They play down to their Play opponents. down to the Raiders. I've seen it happen. I've, I've watched the Raiders, Bruce Gronkowski, twice. Mm-hmm. Comes back against the Steelers. You know, before he was a Steeler. Yeah. I watched him in college come back against Pitt when mm-hmm. Pitt played Toledo in mm-hmm. their first warm-up game of the year. You know? Um, you know? Uh, and then they... Don't forget, they have to go to New Orleans. They got the Patriots coming here. Uh, who else is in that schedule in there, too? The Bengals are last game of the season. New I mean, Orleans. New, well, that's what I said. We go to New mm-hmm. Orleans. You know, the Bengals are in that last game of the season. The Patriots come here. Uh, there's another game or two in there, too. I mean, there's, what, five, six games left. So, um, Chargers, Oakland, Pats, New Orleans, Cincy. Yeah. So... I mean, out of the next five games, two of them should be very winnable. Three of them are questionable. Uh, New Orleans is ten and one right now. Yeah, the like fuck? You, you hate to lose a game like this against Denver. Yeah, like when when you have it, you know when you're the the, the turnovers. None of them are good, but like I said, they had a chance to win it at the end, and they didn't. And you might not even be close at the end against New England. Like I, I would, I would be very happy to face a situation against New England or New Orleans, where you know you have a chance for a you know first and goal and win the game with a touchdown. Yeah. Like a lot of games that we've had against New England, especially, but also other top teams. Like you don't even get that spot. You, you, you know, you're either. You know, watching the other team take a knee, or you're like trying to throw a hail mary. Like when you get down in the end zone, like think about when you used to play Madden. Like, <laughs> would you accept that ever to be in that scenario and not punch it into the end zone? I mean, that's the goal. Get the ball in the end zone, score the points. Secure the ball, score the points. Uh, you know, James Washington. You know, diving for that ball. You don't need to die. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, ben even could have run right under that. Ben said on his radio show, he didn't need to dive. That's a rookie mistake. Uh, right, he, Ben. Yeah, but you what's know, your what's your interception? You know, but he, you know, okay. But he was saying it's a rookie mistake. He goes and and we went through that on tape and went through and said you didn't need to dive for that. You just run through it and the ball will come to you. Um, That's he, fine. We just know, we just need a, like a a talk show about you know someone explaining how Ben Roethlisberger got reamed out for what what he did. You know, you know, you I know. hope Ben got reamed out for throwing some fucking stupid picks. Seriously. Like just 
Yeah. Amanda comes home from work on Sunday, and she gets to she got to see about as much of the game as you did, maybe a little less. Mm. And then we're sitting here on the couch. She's like, "Where do you want to get dinner?" I'm like, "I'm watching the game. Where do you want to go dinner?" But you already picked where you want to go dinner. Are we still going to see the movie? Yeah, we're going to see a movie. So when do you want to leave for dinner after the game? When's the game over? When it's done? Well, and then Ben throws the pick in the end zone. I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm going to put clothes on. It's done. <laughs> Game's over. You to say, we went to Walnut Grill in Bridgeville, and we went and saw fucking Creed 2 and Robinson. Nice. And a nice big comfy seats. Awesome. Which, by the way, was an awesome movie. Yeah. And in the event you didn't know, November 27th, 1985 is when Rocky beat Ivan Drago. So okay. 30 years ago today, Rocky beat Ivan Drago. Nice. Nice. Congratulations, Rocky. It was, uh, you know, it was a big deal. It was. Um, the Soviet Union is no more. Mm-hmm. Um, Russian boxers, however, are still a big deal. They are. And, uh, Klitschko. You know, those, <laughs> those guys, those guys are tough. Like, Klitschkos are really, like, uh, you know, they're following in the legacy of Drago. Even though Drago is not real. Correct. I don't know how many people I know that I met. Like, oh, like it, it seems like Rocky was a real boxer. Yeah. It seemed like it seemed like Rocky was a real boxer, and yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, he's based on a real boxer. I mean, we grew up in those movies. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's based on Rocky Marciano. But, yeah. I mean, Living in America. Yeah. Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. You know, those very we're very much like Cold War babies. We are. And Rocky represented, you know, the American way of like, you know, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and working harder than the other guy. And it doesn't matter what resources they have behind them because you've got, you know, the will to win and you, you've got the willingness to do the work to make yourself as good as you can be. And it might still take a little bit of luck, but passion will also get you far. And, uh, you know, I actually didn't even see the first Creed movie. No, ah, oh. I've I, seen. I'm Amanda afraid. And I were, Amanda and I were talking about this the other night when we were at the movie. Um, I've seen every Rocky movie in the theater from Rocky three on out. Yeah, because the first two, the first one I wasn't born for. The second one, um, it wasn't appropriate to take like a two or three year old to. Yeah. So. See, I'm just worried that when I see, like, Michael B. Jordan that I'm just going to start crying, like, the second he comes on the screen. Because I'm still kind of shook about what happened to Wallace in season one of The Wire. Uh, you know? That was fucked up, man. That was harsh. Minor details, yeah. That's eh, not a minor detail, I wouldn't say. Um, you know. But yeah, Michael B. Jordan's a good actor, and I, I think I need uh, to see the Creed movies. Maybe, maybe they'll be on my HBO that I just found out I'm paying uh, for. Uh... At least the first one is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. caught up on it, you know? I have the HBO Go, because we have AT&T mm. for a phone, so we have that on there. Good. Um, I was just scrolling through some of my ESPN highlight stuff going on here. Uh, Leonard Fournette suspended this weekend uh, after his uh, altercations with the Bills on Sunday. Um, let's see here. Um, players play a, uh, Playoff players pull re- record... 88 million World Series champion Red Sox full postseason share is worth $416,883. The Dodgers received $262,000 for their playoffs. Um, Loyola Chicago and Sister Jean ready for another 
banner uh, hoop, uh, in hoops this season uh, going on. They give they did give Sister Jean a ring. I don't know if you saw that tonight. Oh, good. Yeah, I, so, did, I didn't see that. Yeah, Sister Jean got her ring. They gave her a ring uh, for the champion or, or for the final four, uh, the final four ring anyway. That's cool. Uh, I'd say she deserves it. Like she's like the mascot, basically. Right. And from what I understand, it wasn't just some like contrived feel good story that they did when they realized they were going to make a run. Like she really was there for every game. She was. And you know, really, really does support her school and and you know. Do you remember? Good for her. Do you remember a guy by the name of Ronnie Hextall? I sure do. He was a hell of a goalie. He was known as a goon goalie. The only goon. Um, yeah, really. Um, he is. <laughs> Leave uh, it to Philly. He was re- <laughs> He was relieved of his duties as GM of the Flyers. That's okay. Um, you know, so that we had that going on. Um, let's see. Um, That'd be like if like Jay Caulfield was the GM of the Pens. Have you ever met him? No. I've waited on him for over the years. Yeah. Super nice dude. His family's awesome. He he has that face that looks like he'd like eat you in an alley. Yeah, um, his hands are huge and disfigured. You no, know, I know. You know what? I, never, <laughs> I just assumed when he was playing that he was like a big Canadian guy, but he's actually from PA. Yeah, just like us. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big Jay Caulfield fan. Like I, I respect him for his role as an enforcer. And I didn't find out until later that he was also Mario's personal trainer for a lot of those years. He was. And I love his analysis on, you know, the post game and during the intermission. Like, he seems like a good dude. I've I've heard some stories, you know, that, that he's been hanging out, you know, he gets he goes to the shows, he takes advantage of the celebrity and I know some people who've run into him backstage at some events and like they say he's a nice guy. He's so, a very nice guy. Yeah. Um now I know I saw this come through, and I might have clicked on it, and it disappeared. But the Pirates did sign an outfielder. Um, I don't know where the hell Lonnie Chisenhall. Yes, Lonnie Chisenhall. They signed him from the A's, but he was he was a trade deadline bait. Yeah, uh, he was from the Indians. He was at the Indians the and rental player, rental player, you know, uh, free agent. He also can play third base and first base, from what I understand. Yeah, as well, they signed for two point seven million. For one year with incentives up to five. Low risk for them. Yeah, very low um, risk. He, he seems to be Polanco's um, uh, replacement until Polanco gets healthy after yeah. his injury. And then they can maybe put him somewhere else. Or use him as trade bait again. I mean, yeah, who knows how that's going to go. Um, but yeah, I haven't cleared my ESPN updates out for a while. Um, uh, since we were on... Um, hiatus for a week there uh do that speaking of hiatus for a week how did your uh fantasy football turn out not so good um not good could have won you know based on if i had played the right people off my bench but i didn't so it's it's probably the less said you know about this fantasy season the better like i'm not i'm not gonna catch up i don't think i'm making the playoffs this year so you know We'll we'll re, we'll you uh you know we'll let you know. Now remember how I said that we I have a really deep league. Yeah. And yeah, um, your league's ridiculous. Yeah, 14, 14 teams. That's too many teams. Well, that, um, so here, here here here's where I'm at right there on the top. Um, 
No, no, that's the East Conference. Mm. But if you scroll up, oh, I'm in the top in the whole fucking league. Because even the West Conference, I have the better winning percentage. Nice. Good. Anyway, anyway else. You so, get the President's Trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well this, this is the last week of the regular season for fantasy football. So for you folks out there do fantasy football, um, I'm pretty much guaranteed a playoff spot. But it would be very nice to go into a playoff spot in a number one position. Which yeah, will pretty much better. guarantee me a yeah. loss uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> that kind of attitude, of course. <laughs> I mean, Man, you're the best team in the league for a reason, right? Um, and honestly, in my league, I haven't shuffled a whole lot this year. Yeah, I- I've had some players that have been steady producers and haven't gotten injured, and I haven't had to do a whole lot of shuffling. So uh, I'll be good there. Um, hopefully, uh, I can keep the ball rolling and win some money this year. Yeah, everything. Uh, anything else you got going on? Been watching the Champions League soccer. Champions League soccer. Uh, that that started up again this week, and there's like, this is like game five of six group stage games. So some of the spots in the final sixteen are being clinched right now. Um, you know, Thursday then is Europa League, which is like the NIT of soccer. Um. So I'll be watching all those games in the afternoons. Real excited about Championship Saturday in college football. Yes. Um, less excited about the Steelers this week than I was last week. But, you know. 820 they, game, Pittsburgh's on national spotlight. They'll, they'll win, and then I'll go, I'll go to bed happy for all we know. Yes. And wake up Monday ready to, you know, look at playoff scenarios. So, like, that's... This game is very important, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, They're all important. I don't have any biking planned because it's cold and snowy. It's cold and snowy. I'll be happy if I like go running once this week, or maybe even like a nice long walk. Um, yeah. And it's cookie baking season. It's co- oh, and that's fine. and th- that's pretty much like my calendar. Like football, deal with snow, eat cookies, work, and cookies. Yeah. Uh, I plan on working a lot. Like I, I was off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Three days off in a row is rough for me. I tend to do stupid shit. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was just on a little mini vacation, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I could totally relate to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three, yeah. That's why I went to bed at ten thirty Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I went. I, you know, Amanda and I were in Cleveland for two and a half days, and uh, that was fun. Uh, and I came back, and I busted out my clock out slips here somewhere. But I busted out. Um, I busted out forty four hours in four days. Uh, so, uh, and then I was off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, today's my last of my days off and I'm probably going to bust out another 40 some hours in the next four days. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I hate having like three days off in a row. I tend to do stu- this week. I didn't do any stupid shit. Yeah. But now my body's sore because I lay on the couch with the cat. Uh, <laughs> you got to get up and stretch every now and then. Yeah, I know. I know. I did. We went out today and did some like household shit. But See, meantime, with my cat, like I, I lounge on the second floor, but he gets fed in the basement. Nah. So like, even if I just spend all day with the cat, like I'm still doing like two flights of stairs every three hours. It's good. All right, folks. I think we're going to go ahead and uh, finish it up right now. Uh, go ahead and listen to us here on Sorgatron Media um, the studio is in Beachview, uh, South, uh, South Pittsburgh neighborhood, South yeah. Hills of Pittsburgh. Uh, it's on the red line. It's on the red line. It's uh, cross street from Los Palmos. Yeah. It's awesome. Great food over there. 
check them out. Uh, a lot of other uh, shows on Sorgatron Media that you might be interested in with Wrestling Mayhem, Awesome Cast, Fishing Without Bait, uh, The Broadcast, and so forth. Uh, don't forget Slice on Broadway with the perfect pepperoni pizza. And they do deliver around the area as well as maybe in your neighborhood with their locations in the East End, Carnegie, as well as the North Shore. Anything else you got? No, I'm good, Steve. This is this has been some cathartic talk. All right. And I'm really glad I got it off my chest. Sweet. You guys have a great week. We're going to have a great week. And let's see. Go Pitt. Take on Clemson this week. And Stillers. Beat those Tigers. Beat those Chargers. Beat the Chargers. Uh, Pitt basketball, you got the city game this Friday night. That'll be a fun one. Hey, just may the best team win. That's all I can say about that. And don't forget, next Saturday, in Dormont, big party. Oh, yeah. Keeley's ha- birthday party. Happy 40th At birthday to Keels. Oh, 40. <laughs> Mine's coming up. Yeah, I know, I know. Have a good one. Good Take night. it easy. Hey, Inns, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Fernald on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or boldpgh.com.